the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey friends, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Today, the panel and I discuss fighting the good fight of faith. What does it mean to fight the good fight of faith? How does it look in today's society? Stay with us because we're going to answer some really tough and challenging questions, all based on what God's Word says. You don't want to miss this. We'll be right back here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view. Ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right. To develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. <laughs> because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. View. What a great audience we have. Thank you all for being here and thank you at home for watching or if you're listening by podcast or radio. This is The Christian View. We take today's hot and challenging topics and we weigh it against the Word of God because God does have a view. Today we're going to be talking about fighting the good fight of faith. I don't know how often or how much y'all just get tired. <laughs> you're like, I'm a little tired. And in this world, I feel like we're fighting constantly mm-hmm. against what the world says, about what the, the Word says. And, and we're in this battle, you know, and I think there's a lot of fear going on in the world today, whether it's the virus or the economy or the election, there's a lot of fear. But Candace, in 1 Timothy 6, um, 12, Paul charges Timothy, he says, fight the good fight of faith. So let's talk about what that fight of faith looks like. Well, thank you very much because, <laughs> like you said, it is a spiritual battle. It is. If you are a follower of Christ, you are in a battle mm-hmm. because Satan would just lay down and think, oh, I'll leave them alone. Right. But I was thinking about it. It exists in all believers. And it seems like the situations, the circumstances, whatever is attacking us or against us. But our real opponent is the devil himself. Right. And he, no one is devoid of it. And, but also it says in, um, Paul says, in, no, in Revelation, it says, that another name for the devil is Apollyon, which means destroyer. Mm-hmm. And Jesus himself said he has come to steal, kill, and destroy. So, no one is devoid of this struggle if you are following Christ. Because even Paul said, when when we came in Macedonia, we had no rest, but we were harassed at every turn. Conflicts on the outside, fears within. He says in Corinthians, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. So the Christian life is not easy. However, we can stand strong in the Lord's power and put on the armor, as it talked about, for greater is he that is in right. us than he that is in the world. And then, like you were saying, we can stay faithful to Jesus through all the trials, through all the tribulations, for we are going to fight the good fight. We are battling but we are standing firm 
through the strength of the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. And I think some um, Christians, Lee, think that Christianity mm-hmm. is a very passive religion. Yes. And but God is calling us to action. He's yeah. calling us to, to yes. fight. He's calling us to stand. He's calling us to pursue and to take hold of. And I, and I like that when you say action, because to me, when I think about fighting the good fight of faith, it's about running away from the things that are not of God, mm-hmm. you know, running away from sin and pursuing and following after righteousness. You know, we hear it a lot. You know, we see it kind of um, emulated, but not truly duplicated in the sense of what the biblical Bible is saying. But we see it a lot in movies. You always have the good versus the evil. Right, right. And that's kind of what I think of the good fight of the fighting, the good fight of faith is about remembering that in the end, good will outweigh over the evil. And if we stay and we contend for the faith, because a lot of people don't contend, and that means to war after. And I like, you know, in the scripture where it says, and above all, taking the shield of faith, Mm -hmm. because with that, we'll be able to quench every fiery dart, knowing that, you know, as we go forth, it's action. I can't just sit, you know, and be passive and say, oh, the devil's bothering me today. Oh, the devil's doing this to me. And um, I heard in your interview you did with um, Herschel Walker, and he was talking about, you know, how the bully used to bully him. Right. And, you know, how, um, you know, how the person beat him up. And he says now he wishes that, you know, that he could go back and thank them. You know, he was looking for the person not to do harm to them, but he wanted to thank them because right. that was the day during that last fight that he woke up and mm-hmm. decided he had to do some things mm-hmm. to change. And that's what we have to do. we got to take action. Absolutely. Yeah. We have to exactly. do our part. We have yes. to do our part in the battle. Right. And yes. And Paul was telling Timothy to defend the faith. That was yes. part of the battle was defending the faith, that people would know the truth because there was such a, a battle um, in, in their consciousness, mm-hmm. in, in the thinking. You know, that's the beginning of all the Greek and, and the gods and all of that, you know. So there's so much mixture even then that right. they were battling mm-hmm. those principalities, which brings me to Ephesians 6, is that this is our right. real fight. Exactly. Our real fight is not against flesh and blood, right. Right. but right. powers, principalities, yes. rulers, and darknesses but of the this enemy wants us to He wants us to think it's against each other right right if he can bring if he can bring division yes then he, then he he can he can conquer you know what mm-hmm. i mean exactly. but if we can bring unity yes. it sends confusion into the enemy's camp and so yes. that's why it's like fight the good fight of faith stay firm in what you believe stay firm in god's word and you know never grow weary in well-doing because yes. god is our strength and yeah. our refuge but i think we all need to understand that we are not wrestling against flesh and blood yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like you said trudy you know sometimes we get tired and and we need to step away and get our strength back for the battle and i love the verse that says i can do all things through christ who strengthens me but if we don't get the strength from Christ we're not fit for the battle but also we have to remember that we fight the good fight of faith because it is impossible to please God without faith so we have to go forward with that faith and that um, God is with us and he'll protect us and he'll you know send us out for his glory even if we don't see it at the moment it's like walking by faith not by sight we walk by faith even though we may not see things changing or getting better we, we have to walk it out by yes. faith you know every step of the way god is for me he is not against me god is my my strength and my refuge and yes. start speaking those words out because the enemy is going to come and he's going to try to trip us up i can i bet if i talk to each one of you today you've got you, the enemy yes. tried every oh, yes. which way to mess up your morning so yes. that you couldn't be here this yes. morning to share the gospel of the good news around the right. world but that's the enemy's tactic yes. but we have a god who is far greater and far more strong than the enemy. We'll be right back with a little bit more on fighting the good fight of faith here on The Christian View. Don't go away.
TV. We're talking today about fighting the good fight of faith. And we said earlier that um, our faith as believers is not a passive faith. It's an action. We have to take action. But, Lee, there are a lot of believers who do think that as Christians we're to be passive and to let the Lord handle everything. You know, but what are some other ways that hinder believers from getting up there and really getting on the front lines and fighting this fight of faith? Well, two things come to mind immediately. First is um, disbelief or unbelief. Mm -hmm. You know, if we don't believe, you know, um, because belief says that to the one that believeth, all things are possible. So if we're not walking in belief and walking in faith as we should, then that's going to hinder us from being able to conquer our adversary. And then secondly, I think if we just really would look at face value of what is really going on, we know it's pride, the lust of the flesh and all those, but a lot of it is our desire to just operate in our own freedom and our own choice. And those are the things that really, to me, hinder us and keep us from really fulfilling the will of God. Yeah. And that's what Galatians 5.17 says. It says, For the sinful nature desires what is contrary to the spirit, and the mm-hmm. spirit what is contrary to the sinful nature. They are, they are always yes, in always conflict with each other. Yes. And we've got to mm-hmm. choose which one. Yeah. And I think in this culture, too, it's the fear, the hostile culture. Yes. It's the fear of being ridiculed or called out and maybe not knowing, you know, how to stand on the promises of God and, and just n- feeling like you might let God down. Right. If you really go out there and fight, but we know we can never yes. let God down. We Some can't, of the we things can't. I put down for hindering is mm-hmm. distractions. Yes, mm-hmm. things like rebellion. Yes, not standing firm, tiredness, exhaustion, mm-hmm. doubts, like what you mm-hmm. said, self-reliance, not knowing God's word, not putting on the armor. And unaware of Satan's tactics and schemes. But I was thinking about the passage you were quoting earlier about from Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, about putting on that full armor. armor. Mm -hmm. But four times in that, uh, Paul says for you to stand. Stand, stand firm, stand your ground. And I think sometimes when we rely on self, we want to advance or we want to retreat. Right. Rather than for, we forget that the spiritual battle has already been won in Christ. Yes. You know, we are victors in Christ and right. we just need to stand firm because the battle is his. And I think that's such an important key because, you know, probably Lee, as a counselor like myself, we, we counsel people who have that victim mentality. And yes. it's, it's, oh, poor me. What about yes. me? Woe is me. But we have to come from a stance of we are already victorious in Christ, right. right? The enemy may come from the east, south, you know, west, north or whatever, but Christ comes from up high, a down low and lives within us. And so therefore right. we can start from a victor stance versus exactly. a victim mm-hmm. mentality. And I think to that point, you know, David was a, a master at that. Like he knew the Lord and his power and he leaned upon, you know, and he didn't lose a battle, you know, because he was so united to the heart of the Lord. Right. You know, in Ephesians 6, it actually says, be strong in the Lord and be empowered through your union with him. That starts in verse 10 before it even tells you to put on the armor. The verse is actually saying to be empowered through knowing the Lord. Absolutely. You know, that always reminds me of David. David had such a master relationship with God, a man after God's own heart. Like, our victory, like you're saying, Trudy, it, it's literally in knowing and abiding in the Lord. We've got to know him. Paul doesn't want us to even put on the armor before you're empowered through your union with him first. Absolutely. Because are you going to know what to do with it? Exactly. Right? Because right. it has right. to be, it has to come from God himself. And so I think that is so true. And I think, you know, lack of self-confidence, which you kind of talked about, yes. you know, 
and pride will hinder us, you know, mm -hmm. fear of missing out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, though, not being aware of Satan's tactics, because Paul said in Corinthians, so that we would not be outwitted by Satan, for we are not unaware of his schemes. And again, in 2 Corinthians 11, it says he's skilled at deception. He masquerades as an angel of light. In Matthew 7, 15, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, yeah. And in 1 Peter, he prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. We need to be, like you said, tethered to the Lord first and foremost and let him fight the battles, Absolutely. which is Jehovah Maginanu, the Lord is my defense. I think, too, we have to look at it, when, especially now with the New Age Christian Church, mm-hmm. there is so much of this desire to be accepted and fit in, mm-hmm. and to me, that can hinder you from moving Absolutely. forward oh, in the so things good. of God, because yeah. we, we strive so much now to please man and other yes. people when we got to remember we've got to be working and striving to please God. Right. And when we go away from that, you know, even though we may be accepted as you, what is Jonathan's saying? I'd rather be... I'd rather stand with God and be judged by the world yes. than to stand with the world and be judged by God. Yes. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of people are getting hindered in that because yes. they're standing with mm-hmm. the world and standing on the wrong concepts and it's really keeping them from moving into the... And God didn't create us to fit in. No. You know, he created us to stand out. We're supposed to be in the world but not of the world. And and the enemy wants us to just kind of cover, hover back yes. in fear of this yeah. visual in Hebrews 12, 1, where it says, let us throw off everything that hinders mm-hmm. us and, and the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance, the race marked yes. out before us. And I think of Forrest Gump, <laughs> he yes. started running and then the braces fell off, everything right. that hindered mm-hmm. him, he just kept running and running and he yep. never looked back. Absolutely. He what anybody thought. And I literally picture mm-hmm. Forrest Gump every time I read this and just think, that's what God's calling right. us to do. As we're running forward, as we're running, mm-hmm. the chains start to fall off. The yes. strongholds start to yes. come off. There's more freedom. There's yes. more truth as we continue to run forward in yes. victory with the Lord. Right. And look how powerful he got as he ran and the following right. he had mm-hmm. as he ran. So, yes. Yeah. First Gump was but right But I think out being Hebrews. yoked with him while we're running, Absolutely. that whole oh, Matthew. Yeah. It won't, exactly. it won't have work. the strength to, right. if exactly. you're not yoked to him. If you're doing it on your own strength, you will get tired. You will get weary. You will yes. start acting out in the flesh. You will think that we're fighting against each other if we're not staying connected to the Father on our knees in discipleship, in prayer. My pastor always says, keep it vertical. Keep it vertical. Audience of one. Stay focused. And then that's when we can run our race in victory and win. And when we finish that finish line, he'll say, well done, good Good and faithful faithful servant. You have fought the good fight of faith. We'll be right back with a little bit more here at The Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Christian View. We're talking today about fighting the good fight of faith. You know, God is so good. And in his goodness, Trudy, he did not tell us to fight the good fight without equipping us. Like he has given us tools in our tool belt that I think sometimes we forget about. So let's just open up the toolbox and talk about the tools that God himself has given us so that we can fight this fight of faith that he's called us to. Yes. And I think first and foremost, we want to remember that as the scripture says in second Corinthians, that we are, um, for though we walk in the flesh, we're not waging war, mm-hmm. AKA fighting according to the flesh. Right. So we can't, we have to look at the tools as spiritual tools. Obviously we've, we've addressed the putting on 
the full armor of God. And I feel like we use that term a lot, but lately I've been reading and hearing a lot about truly visualizing that yes. every morning. Mm-hmm. Like not just say, oh, you know, put on, but just like we know we put mm-hmm. on what we put on to wear, we have to truly think about that piece by piece. And, and you know, it can go quickly because there's really only six pieces. But I, I, said, I used to do a song with Jonathan on the way to school and mm-hmm. it, was a, it was like a four minute, five minute drive to school and we would, we would act it out. We would sing it out loud every single morning. We would put that on. And, you know, I, I still do that today, but not with him because he's 16, but I, hopefully he can do that himself now. But I yes. do. Yes. It's an action that we're supposed to yes. take on. And it's funny, when my when, when my little son was three years old, we bought him the full armor. Mm-hmm. And just to watch him transform when he right. put that on, oh, is, I wish I'd saved mm-hmm. that, actually. But anyway, so obviously the armor. Right. And then secondly, our tool, a tool we have that I don't know that we always go to is prayer. Mm-hmm. Prayer. Yes. You know, is prayer is then once you're suited up, right. then it says in Ephesians 6, now pray. And it's the greatest tool, but possibly one we overlook the most. Dr. Stanley says, you know, fight all your battles on your knees. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. And so, and then the third one is worship. You know, oh, yeah. Worship yes. wins the battle. Mm-hmm. So we've got our armor on, we are prayed up, and then we just worship God because like we've said so many he times already, well. the victory yeah. is yes. already won. The victory yeah. is yes. And I think when you think about prayer, you know, it's not like, oh, Lord, please, 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 prayer. It's no. a, it's an authoritative prayer yes. because the battle, like we said, has already been won. So we've got to approach the throne with the authority that he's given of a, us. Of a warrior. With confidence. Yes. And yes, absolutely. Yes. When our feet hit the floor every morning, the devil should tremble and say, yes. oh no, they're mm-hmm. awake. That's yeah. right. I mean, yeah. we, should put, right. we should put the devil to flight. That's he shouldn't right. be putting us to flight in fear. We should be putting yeah. him to flight in fear. Mm-hmm. You know, Exodus, Exodus 14, 14 says yes. that, uh, you have that one too. Yes. Yeah. That the Lord will fight your battle. Mm-hmm. You only need be still, mm-hmm. you know, which goes along with what you're saying. And then just resting in that childlikeness is really the entryway into the kingdom. Right. But, you know, um, I love what, this is something really different that Paul said to Timothy, and it kind of caught my eye for a, a fresh eyes here. He said, um, Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you based on the prophetic words spoken about you earlier. May they help you fight well in the Lord's battles, cling to your faith in Christ and keep your conscience clear. Um, so we can remember what the Lord has spoken to us. And if you say, hey, I've never had a prophetic word, Revelation says that Jesus is the um, testimony of a prophecy that Absolutely. he, so when we just look to the Lord, you know, whether it's through words that he has spoken to us through other people, we go right. back to the word, but we remember, cause I'm telling you, he has spoken to you somewhere, whether it was through a movie, whether it was from a circumstance, whether right. it's the person, a prayer, his audible voice, however he speaks to you, I know he's spoken to you. And when you remember those things, like he tells us to do in the old Testament, you know, you build the altar. I remember the Lord, like mm-hmm. Jacob, you know, over and over again, we see it with the, the prophets of old and the, and the, you know, founders of the faith. They remembered the Lord. They built the altar. They right. remember what he said and they praised him because he's faithful and he does not forget his Amen. promise. You know, you talk about listening to the Lord because the Lord is speaking. We just need yes. to lean in a little bit more sometimes. Yes. Get rid of the distractions as you said. Lean in a little bit more. And I'm looking at 2 Timothy 2, 4. It says no one serving as a soldier gets involved in civil affairs. Mm-hmm. He wants to please his commanding officer. And that is what we are. We do not, we do not need to get bogged down with what's going on in the world. We need to know the Lord has called us to do, kind of stay in our lane per se, and focus on what he's calling us to do. You know, I think we get so distracted. We're, we're looking to the, we talked about pleasing people, distractions. Right. It's, it's staying focused and grounded right. and rooted and resting in the presence of the Lord. Like yeah, in the it's not reality anyway. What's that? It's not reality anyway. Right. 
Yeah. And you know how Nehemiah, he said, no, I'm not coming down. I'm doing a good thing right right here. And that speaks to the distractions that Mm -hmm. we see today. It's like, no, this is what I'm doing and I'm doing it for the Lord and I won't be distracted. And, you know, uh, Noah built an ark when there was no rain. right? And so there's this song out that I love. It's called uh, Crazy God People. And it's, um, I can't remember who it's by, Casting Crowns, I think. But it's about doing the unpopular thing for the glory of God, knowing that God is fighting our battles. We're being called out of our comfort zones and called more to the front line. You know, whether it's in prayer, whether it's in worship, whether it's in discipleship, whatever it is, the Lord is calling the Christians out and we're not going to look like the world. Mm -hmm. I think another tool that we have that a lot of is not as popular, but it's fasting. Mm, A lot of us don't exercise the, the power of There's so much power in fasting. And when you need breakthroughs and you're looking for manifestations, you know, even in scripture, when they ask, you know, like, why couldn't they do this? Why couldn't they drive away those Mm, evil spirits? And the response was, you know, some things come out only through prayer and fasting. So we got to remember, too, as believers, it is so important that we learn how to fast as well, you know, because fasting helps us to crucify the flesh. Absolutely. You know, and helps us to be ready, you know, because sometimes when you go into battle, you know, you're going to be broken in your flesh. You right. know, there's some things that are going to come at you, but if you've already been fortified through things like fasting and praying, you're going to have the strength and to be able to endure like he's telling us. And also Absolutely. an attentive yes. ear mm-hmm. would more clearly hear what yes. the Lord is saying so that what the world is saying falls by the wayside. When you're fasting. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. yes. Yes. It does give you For a clear yeah, mind. Yes. I have to go into my prayer closet and actually shut the door. Mm-hmm. Leave the phone outside or anything outside and just be still before the Lord. Like, Lord, yeah. what it is you want yes. for me. Right. Yeah. All right. Was, was it John Wesley's mom who had 19 children and, oh, and wow. she didn't have the luxury of going and studying, but she put her apron over her head and she's like, kids, whenever the apron is over my head, that's that was her prayer closet. Right. And so for you out there thinking, I may not have that time. I mean, just a few minutes with the yes. Lord can, can mm-hmm. change yes. the whole atmosphere of your home, of so your true. situation, of your heart, yeah. you know, and so getting alone and leaning in fasting. I mean, I think that is, it is a lost art. It is. And anointing too. Yes. I have lately gone into a place where I work frequently and I anoint every office before they all get there. And it has been such a game changing experience. Mm -hmm. And I I just can't say enough good things Mm -hmm. about uh, implementing that. And I think speaking declarations. Yes. Yes. Speaking God's word out loud, declarations, affirmations, speaking those out loud into the atmosphere. Because words are powerful. Words are powerful. Yes. They're yes. life and death. Yes. But it shows that God is for us. The Holy Spirit is within us. Jesus is interceding for us and he's given us all these tools and his word. Absolutely. Yes. He has not He has not set. forsaken we're, us. So we yes. are set to fight the good fight. We'll be right back with a little bit more here on The Christian View. Don't go away. View. We've had a great discussion today on how you can fight the good fight of faith. I want to leave you with this. 2 Timothy 1.7 says this, For God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. He wants you to be victorious each and every day. Lean into Him. Stay in God's Word. Get into a Bible-believing church and know that God is for you. And if God is for you, no one can stand against you unjustly. We love you here at The Christian View. We'll see you next time. Take care and God bless.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.